0: Just a sip.
1: We today, back. Yeah, that's the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. This is my show.
0: Watch yourself. Uh, today we have Justin's Justin Sip. Justin Sip. I like that. <laughs> that's what we're going to call the episodes. Justin Sip of a German Bock, right? That's yeah, what we're drinking at German is, it's a German
1: Bock. Yeah, German Bock. We're at a Deviant Wolf, In one Sanford? of my favorite local breweries. So good. Yeah,
0: we talk about this place all the time on the yeah. on the podcast. Um. So yeah, German Bock. Every time we go to Disney, that's like the beer that I drink. Uh (laughs) I go to Germany and I get myself. No, no, I get a.
1: Their Spaten is really good that they have in Germany too.
0: What do I get in Germany? Beer. I get a Dunkel. Oh
1: yeah, that's That's, what it was. That is good. We were at uh, Epcot for on Friday. Well, actually, we started at uh, woke up at six. Or woke up at five, got to the park at six. <laughs> you guys were there. Got so our early. Rise of Resistance pass, hit that up, left Hollywood Studios at like maybe noon and spent until fireworks at Epcot and drank around the world.
0: That's amazing. That's literally the best thing. We don't have passes right now.
1: Oh yeah. And
0: we decided to just do a year off. Like uh-huh. we're just taking You it, get
1: burnt out if you have it too long.
0: Okay, so for us, since we live out in New Smyrna it takes us an hour right. and a half to get out there and an hour and a half back, and then every time we went, we probably spent about two hundred dollars. Yeah, if you're not time. Yeah, it was just it was way too much. So yeah. we just said, you know what, we're gonna take a year off, save some money, and then we'll decide whether we go to like Universal mm-hmm. or change it up. But I think we're probably just gonna go back, way right back to Disney.
1: That's kind of what we did. We took, I think we had passes last in like 2015, and yeah, we were just burnt out of going. Yeah. We took a couple years off but now with Galaxy's Edge opening I had to get the passes back.
0: I feel like we definitely did it at the wrong our break at the wrong time but When did you like stop? A, it just ended in November. Oh, that's a stinger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we got to go on uh, Smuggler's Run but that's it. We didn't get to go on the second one on uh Rise of the Resistance. Uh, yeah, that's yeah.
1: worth if you can find somebody to to get you in for a day. You yeah. got to do that. It's worth the early rise, and we're, we're probably gonna light.
0: end up getting um, those like three day passes. Park oh, the ones that they're selling, yeah, yeah. So it's a good deal. Like it's like
1: one eighty nine for for three or four days. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a bad, bad deal, deal at all.
0: At least for something, so we can every once in a while go. All well,
1: right, how about this beer. I know, yeah.
0: So let's get back to the beer. <laughs> <clears throat> when it's it comes to German beers, is that like? Do you have a favorite style? Let me ask that because you haven't been on the podcast. But We've I talked have, about it off. Yeah.
1: I mean, I've been drinking with you, Geo, since like Ooh, World since of Beer, like, yeah, freshly opened its doors. It was the only place to get craft oh, yeah. beer. I think, it and there was only one us. location.
0: Yeah, Lake Mary, and I think it opened up in 2009.
1: Yeah, and I think you and I both went heavy on the the uh, the club that they had there. What, were they, what do they call it? Their their WOB club, yeah, or whatever. It's like you just World got the points club, for everything.
0: Yeah. Um, I still have it.
1: I, I still have mine too. We'll you we'll like I never got to the party. Something. You hit the party. I didn't get that.
0: Yeah, I got six hundred and something. Because I think they do a party at two. No, no, they don't do a party at two fifty. They get like a shirt or something at 500 150. and then thousand. They do another party.
1: But back to my favorite beer, I would say I'm kind of a toss up. I love a hazy IPA. It's like okay. one of my all time fate Like I love the milky. Yeah. Can't see through the glass. It's like it looks like orange Super juice almost. Cloudy. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, once you start drinking an IPA, kind of just obliterates your palate, and you end up sticking with IPAs for the night.
0: Uh, recently, we were just talking about IPAs, and that uh, me and Ben we've been moving away from IPAs lately, uh-huh. and I think it's just sometimes. It, I mean, unless you stick with it and you're just drinking IPAs all the time, mm-hmm. and at least once or twice a week, you kind of like lose. That that palate for it, you mm-hmm. know, and it just becomes harsher every time you drink it. The other night, I opened up a highlight from Cigar City, mm-hmm. and I drank probably a half of it, and I was like, you know what,
1: I just too much. I just
0: want a Guinness, <laughs> so then I went and opened up a Guinness. It was just too much. For I've me been leaning
1: towards more multi-profile beers lately. Also, it's kind of why I started this night off with this German Bach, yeah. which is Exterior Illumination is the name of it. It's really smooth. 6.7 Yeah, it's really smooth. It's malt forward but it's a a nice crisp clean beer it It is super clean doesn't leave you that full like some dark beers can kind of like leave that full feeling and i don't get that from this at all
0: no i don't i mean when you when you talk about a full beer like what i think you're talking about is that you take a couple sips and you're like this Mm -hmm. one's gonna be a heavy one on me like all around heavy
1: it takes you 10 minutes to get through yes a pint of beer versus sipping on it without it giving you that same feeling
0: exactly and these are how big are these glasses are um, these 16 ounces
1: i think they are a 16 ounce pour I, 16 as far ounces, as i know ounce. hold on let me look because these their, are like big snifters yeah it says a 16 ounce pour on there on uh, yeah 16 ounces size.
0: and pff, you can go through one pretty easily it's oh yeah I,
1: I ordered a second one before we started because i knew it was drinking so well
0: so since we're drinking a dark beer i'm going to ask you uh we've asked this to a few different people when it comes to drinking beer, does it change throughout the year? Is it uh, something yep. that it's like dark beers only during the winter time? Mm-hmm. Or I wouldn't beer? say
1: always. I would say I don't almost ever drink a dark beer during the day. It's got to be nighttime. Okay. okay. Um, so but, less
0: seasonal, more. Time well, of no, day.
1: seasonal definitely is in the mix too because it's we're finally in Florida. We don't have much of a winter. But yep. we're finally getting to the type of time where we can have some bonfires, sit around a campfire. Right now
0: it's a little colder. Today was not cold, but... No. Yeah.
1: But, like, I, I look forward to having something like a porter or a nice thick stout. So good. Something <laughs> like that. What a, My favorite beers. I know we're
0: drinking a good beer, but you say that and I'm like,
1: oh. A For peanut butter really porter good. is Ooh. one of my, like, go-to beers that is
0: that, Do you go with, um, uh, what's her name? Starts with a T. Uh, they got a peanut butter porter. Uh... There's tra- one that's called, tra- like, Peanut Butter Cup. No, the one that has, like, a, uh, it's got a, a turtle on it. A turtle? Yeah, because they do a peanut butter porter.
1: <clears throat> I'm not sure.
0: Who- oh, my goodness. They sell it at Publix. I can't remember now. I'll have to look it up later.
1: Well, now I'm going to have to go find that. I know. Because I don't know if I've had that or not.
0: Terrapin. Oh, yeah, yeah, Terrapin. yeah, yeah. There yeah there Terrapin.
1: Yes. I think I've had their don't peanut butter a, porter. Isn't
0: it a big, like, angry turtle on the I, front of it? I think so.
1: Yeah. It's fuzzy, it's fuzzy in my head. Yeah. And if you guys can't hear right now, we are enjoying Austin Powers yeah, in the Austin background. Yeah, Austin
0: blaring in the background, but it's awesome. <laughs> Which is
1: the comedy. I didn't think I would like it. I thought I aged out of it, but it, it is just, still good. It just
0: makes you laugh. Yeah, if I keep looking over, we're know, not going to like record this podcast. Okay, so w- so s- since you, wintertime. Yeah, wintertime. Wintertime, that is what I go for.
1: I, I like a stout. I like a porter at, at nighttime or by a campfire. Um, This beer, actually, even though it's dark, I could drink this during the day, though. This is a lighter, uh, I guess you would say it's like a cleaner profile to it. It's not as...
0: I've said that, like a Guinness, Mm -hmm. I can drink Guinness all year long. It does not matter whether it's cold, hot. I mean, I'm not going to come straight out from outside sweating to death and have a Guinness. But I could take a few minutes, cool down, and then have a
1: Guinness. I got a question then for you. What's your favorite mix with a Guinness? Classic black and tan, a snake bite? If I'm going to have go-to? it,
0: I like a snake bite. A snake bite? If I'm going to mix it, but I'm actually not a giant fan of mixing them. You don't? I don't like a black and tan. I don't like... I mean, I'll drink it, but it's only, It's normally if there's a group of us and they're mm-hmm. all having that, then I'll have it.
1: I like it good... Because the classic black and tan is with bass, correct? Yes, bass. It's bass and Guinness and I... Yep. I almost like it as a test to see if somebody's going to actually make it correctly. Okay. And they're going to, like... Have you ever got it co- at uh, Epcot? At Epcot? I don't think I've ordered one at Epcot, actually. I need to do that. I was
0: just trying to think of, like, places around here that would make a
1: proper one. Sullivan's. Yeah. Oh, Sullivan's pro- yeah, right Sullivan's down the street. Sullivan's in downtown yeah. Sanford. They make a good black and tan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Fiddler's. I always order one when I go to Fiddler's. <laughs> that was the That's, only other place yeah. I could think of. <laughs> but... It's one of my like tests, if we go to a new like pub, I yeah. like to see how they're actually gonna do their black and tan. I gotta give them the give them the the quiz. There
0: is something that I just cannot get over with a Irish pub, like a good Irish pub. Mm-hmm. I love me an Irish pub.
1: Me too.
0: I just feel so comfortable. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you feel at home even yeah. if you've never been there.
0: You know, it's funny. So we were just came back from Ireland not that long ago, and rubbing it in a lot of the. But a lot of the, okay. So in Dublin. Mm-hmm. A lot of the pubs are very touristy. And I'd, really? I'm like, oh, they're so boring. Like, next time I go back to Ireland, I'll spend maybe
1: a day in Dublin. So do you think it was because you're in Dublin? Yeah. And like you had just, to be like in a different district? like a, Yeah, because we went all like over. The, getting off the I-Drive of Dublin exactly. type of thing. Exactly.
0: That's the whole thing. You know, it's the tourist trap. It's the tourist location. So people, if they're going to spend a couple days, they're just going to Dublin. They're not going to Belfast, Kilkenny, right? all these different spots that are way better. The cities are so much cooler, uh, less traffic and less people, mm-hmm. but still enough people that you don't feel like, oh, this is there's nothing happening here. Uh, we went to Galway and it was amazing. There were so many people. Uh, they had like this little like Latin quarter mm-hmm. where it was just the street with all these bars. All live music and every single one we saw this guy play music. Did you say in a Latin one bar. quarter? They called it the Latin quarter, but it was just <laughs> that's just what they call it. There's no Latin clubs, no Spanish places, no merengue. No, but they just that's what they called gotcha. it. Gotcha. And we stopped at this bar, and they had live music, and this guy was singing, and I was like, "This is the next Ed Sheeran, mm-hmm. like that's how good he was." Oh wow, a busker, he was just like,
1: incredible. That's one of the things I want to go. Uh, I haven't been to Europe since like '05. I want to go again because I like. I get hooked on a YouTube hole of watching busker videos, yeah. like in the UK and different places. It it's seems like they're at a different level than we get, we get. Like a homeless guy yeah. playing a banjo with a half dead dog. And, yeah, and it's they got not like, the same at all. No. full blown like,
0: and the talent is actual talent.
1: Yeah, they're like almost nearly like professional artists, but they do that as just honing their skill.
0: There was a three piece band before that guy got on, and they were amazing, like so good. And everybody's into it. Everybody's so nice. Um, like everybody, every song, everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, the entire bar would clap after every song. Yeah, you know, everybody's. And they would get into it. It was so totally so cool. different than you
1: get here when there's yeah. a band playing at a bar.
0: Mm-mm. So I, I love the atmosphere, but I had to go to bars that were outside of Dublin in order to get that feel, that like real mm-hmm. pub feel. And now when I'm here we have uh we talked about fiddlers and uh Sullivans down the street here in San Francisco. I got a
1: I got a hole in the wall for you. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. And in, it is in the most odd place where? that you've ever imagined. Okay. It is off I drive.
0: Really? Oh, the one the pub? There's uh, a pub on I drive.
1: There's a pub that is um you know on oh, I drive on the wall though. You know on I drive where the giant uh, slingshot is? Like the one that like yes. it. Yes. Yeah. So there's a if you on I Drive there, where that slingshot is there's a golf course like a mini golf course okay um, probably it's got to be even more than a decade ago uh, we did the irrigation hmm. in that golf course okay and buried back off of I Drive in one of those strips that's just like right on I Drive yeah there is the coolest uh, British pub like. Really? Oh, like you walk in, everybody's got an accent. There's no Americans. Yeah, it's like and it's dirt super cheap, small, super <clears throat> small, dirt cheap, dollar bills stapled all over the walls. Okay, we found that place, and we literally every day we were going there for lunch, getting fish. You know if it's still open. It is still open. Okay, I, I passed it last week. I was driving down iDrive, and I saw the slingshot, and I was like, I need to see if that place is still open.
0: Because just on iDrive, by that whole like little pavilion area that they mm-hmm. have, there's a place called the Pub. But it's right next to Cuba Libre.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 And it's just, yeah, this is, it's d- an this Irish. Is pub, different, but, this is like, or an English pub, like a strip mall, like just tucked in the back like corner of a strip better. mall. And it's odd because I like it, it is to be a little drive. dark, you uh-huh, know, like, a little seedy.
0: Yeah. A little bit seedy, but clean. Yeah. You know, uh, you got to get the it, authentic it's experience. You got to on, you know. But that, I remember uh, during World Cup. Uh, we went to a job. We were doing a job during mm-hmm. during the day, and the material was kind of being a pain. And my dad's like, you know what? Forget it. We're just not going to do this. We're Because Mexico was playing that day. He's like, uh-huh. let's go and watch the <laughs> Mexico game. And I was like, I know the perfect place. And we went to uh, Fiddler's. Oh, yeah. And we had some beers. It was probably like 10 o'clock in the morning. But the game was on, and they are like, yep, we're serving. You know, Fiddler's if, is if, such if a cool. there's any games on, we're playing. I
1: like, read there's the whole thing. like They imported their entire bar. Yeah. from Europe. Like, there's a bunch of those places yeah. like
0: that. You know, when they were like, we want to be authentic, so we're just literally going to move this bar. Yeah. Well, downtown Disney has another one. They have uh, what's their Irish pub Disney called? Disney Springs. Disney Springs. What is that Irish pub called?
1: Um, and I can't, I honestly don't even know. Do we know the, Irish the pub name of na- or the, the pub?
0: Of the, no. No. Disney Ro- Springs. No, no, Disney there's Springs. an Irish pub. I don't
1: think I've ever been to any pub in Disney Springs.
0: No, Rosen Crown is Epcot. Epcot.
1: Oh, uh, producer it sure. is like another Raglan Road. Raglan it's another songy Ro- sounding. Yeah, yes. Raglan Road. I have been there.
0: That whole bar is from Ireland. Yeah. yeah you can tell.
1: Okay. Daniel has, has no there. interest in talking. But yeah, they literally. She's the fact checker of the show, not the talker. Well,
0: the only reason I know this is because of her, that they literally like just there's took the bar, that par, that. bar apart and then just sent it over.
1: Yeah, there's another. There was another one. I think it's still open. Um, It was hidden uh, when Liz and I were dating. It's called Antobar or Antobar. I'm not sure how you say it. But it was hidden in a Marriott off of Maitland Boulevard, kind of near RDV. Huh. And they had another, like, they imported this entire Irish pub into this hotel bar. And it was, like, kind of like an underground, like, it was technically a hotel bar, but it was kind of had its own following outside of being the hotel bar. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I love finding a good Irish or English pub of some sort.
0: Okay. So, we've talked about Irish pubs for a while because we do like to get on (laughs) tangents on the show. But that's okay. That's part of it. So, getting back to the beer a little bit.
1: Mm, I just took another sip. It's amazing.
0: Okay. So, now we've talked about dark beers and how your preference is depending on the season and mm-hmm. the time of day. What is, you said your favorite style is a hazy IPA.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, probably be-
0: if you're not doing a craft beer, what's your favorite style?
1: A non craft?
0: Yeah, technically like an American, Amer- not American craft. Non American craft.
1: Uh, say like if I'm doing that So there's like you know, Mexican lagers. Okay, German I was gonna go Coors Lights. And, <laughs> well, and the- I can drink a Coors Light okay. in the dead of summer. <clears throat> really like dripping with sweat, I can pound a Coors Light and feel so freaking refreshed and amazing. As long as it's ice cold. Yeah. The second it gets warm, it's it's a no go. But an ice cold Coors light yeah. in the middle of the summer is one of my favorite things.
0: Okay. So I think I may have talked about this on the podcast, but I'm not sure. Recently, I have changed my opinion on a beer, and it's PBR.
1: Okay, so that's PBR. my that's my one hundred percent standard concert beer. Okay, if I'm at a concert, that is so, my beer.
0: When we used to go to concerts, every once in a while, like if one of our friends is like, "Oh, I don't have any money, can you buy me a beer?" I'd buy him a PBR. as mm-hmm. almost like a punishment. We'd be like, "Oh, you loser!" Because it was uh-huh. like a two dollar beer, and none of us wanted it, and we just thought it was like completely garbage. I just I always hated it on PBR. And I was like, no, I'm going to go with something else, craft, or I would go with, you know, a Heineken or whatever. Now I look at a Heineken, I'm like, oh, like I do not want Heineken for
1: anything. No, I used to like Heinekens when I was like 21. Yeah. Now they taste like sweet, gross. They're so bad.
0: So I went to where I get my haircut and they serve beer there and they have on tap um, uh, Ormond Brewing on tap Mm -hmm. always. But one day their tap wasn't working. So like, well, we got a couple cans of stuff. And they're like, well, we got a PBR or a Heineken. And I was like, oh, I just don't want a Heineken. And I was like, yeah, let me get that PBR. And I got it, and I started drinking. I was like, oh, my goodness. There's a
1: place for cheap beer. It
0: is so refreshing, mm-hmm. and I could not believe that I hated on it for so long. And yet, I enjoyed it so much.
1: So, what's your opinion on a Narragansett?
0: I love me a Narragansett.
1: Okay. Because a lot of the people, I, they'll put a PBR and, and a Narragansett and in the same category. Yeah, they're very category. similar.
0: But I think, I so there's a place just down here called West End. Mm-hmm. Here in Sanford, and they have a dollar fifty uh, Narragansett, something yeah. like that. And so whenever our friends play a concert there, we go see something. I do those all night. Yeah,
1: PBR. Little. Like I think because of the price point, that even when you're out in a premium place where a concert, they're gonna normally like rake you over the coals for yeah. a beer. A PBR, because growing up, never having money to drop $10 a beer, you get what was cheap. Yep. Because of that, like, PBR is ingrained as my concert beer.
0: Now, when I go to concerts, that's what I'm going to be drinking. Yeah. Yeah, because it's way It's always just like, two
1: for five and yes. like, ridiculous deals when everything else is eight bucks a pop.
0: Yeah. Every once in a while, I'm like, oh, let me get a Guinness. And they're like, oh, that'll be $12. Like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. And it's a regular size can. It's not even, like, a big boy oh, yeah, They or give you
1: the tall boys of the PBR normally.
0: Yeah. So, Okay. If you're gonna give this beer that we've had here a one out of ten, what would you give it?
1: A one out of ten. We talking about for this? This is just kind of like an, an in overall, general across in everything. In general, yeah.
0: You can talk about uh, why you give it let's that rating, but first, well, what, what I just, would be the number?
1: I just drank um, over at Wap Pops last Wednesday. Uh, we recorded our podcast there. Yes, and they have a great Bach. Which is their uh, wop whop around the Caspok?
0: Okay, I like that. And name. it's
1: that's one of the reasons I got this because I enjoyed that one so much. Yeah. I was kind of like feeling the style. This and that one compared, man, I got to give it to the WAP Spear. Okay, by half a point. But what so would you give this? Thing? I would give I would give that one a, about a let's say an eight and a half, and I'd give this an eight. Okay, that's not that bad. There, it's a very delicious uh, easy drinking beer it's super easy and like it leaves the- it leaves your palate open to be able to try something else when you're done you're not yeah you're it's not, not just crushed to where you can't mm-hmm. you can't uh, taste anything else no I could go to it and drink a sour right now because one of my other favorite beers that they have is here is the sour manjaro which is their coffee sour I'm not
0: a fan of the coffee sour
1: well you know that they changed it here oh really originally I might have to try it again originally it was more uh sour citrus forward. And now they've reworked their recipe, and it's a lot more coffee forward. So depending on what your reason was for liking it, I
0: love a coffee porter.
1: I would try it if you like the coffee flavor. Give it another try. Okay, I'm gonna try it. A lot more coffee forward. It was like
0: maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was just it was like too light on the coffee, Mm -hmm. but it was in the back. Yeah, it was a weird like aftertaste, and I just didn't enjoy it.
1: Yeah, but everybody seems to like it. I love it. I tried it because I did not think I was gonna like it, but. Uh, at the time, I was venturing into sours, which I absolutely love now, but this was one of the first sours that was way out there. Like, it wasn't like yeah. a normal tart berry type of a sour. It was totally different.
0: Man, a good sour, I can always, like...
1: It's another daytime beer that is great. Speaking yeah. Speaking of what you are bringing up earlier.
0: That's true. Okay. So, you said you give this about an eight. Eight. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be going, like, just a little bit lower. I think, like, around a seven. Okay. Um, but...
1: Would you That's, normally go for a Bach, or is that not a style that so you...
0: a German beer, like, I do enjoy, but I think I like...
1: Uh, a we Weedier, like it, a Hefeweizen, yeah, or something s- like that?
0: something like that a little bit better than I like this. But it's because I like... Okay, so this is a Bach, but I was just saying earlier that I like the... German? Yeah. Uh, the, was it um, a Pilsner? Mm-mm.
1: No. Oh, what, you got at Epcot? Yeah, what I got at Epcot. I can't uh, even I can't remember what, what, uh... Danielle, <laughs> what, what was the beer from Epcot beer he beer likes beer? again? What? The, the German beer. beer that I get. Epcot the beer. Erdinger the dunkel. The dunkel. And I really
0: enjoy we'll that. We'll fix this in post. I know, that's whatever. <laughs> <Now, we leave laughs> you leave everything we in. <laughs> so, I enjoy that much more, that style uh-huh. of German beers. But I know a few people that when they do homebrewing, they do it, they always do German style beers. Mm-hmm. And I think that some of the best homebrews are German-style beers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know why. Maybe it's just a little I think bit easier to, to I've like homebrewed get. one
1: time. And yeah. what I actually homebrewed was a Hefeweizen. And it came out really good. We took the class yeah. here in downtown Sanford. Yep. At, they have the uh, the uh, homebrew shop. Yep. And it was like 100 bucks a person. But it was, like it was one of the bad. coolest experiences and the beer Did you get
0: like a whole group of you guys together so you could do your uh, own beer?
1: Liz and I did it for our anniversary. I surprised her and so we were with strangers that we didn't know. Okay. And Me we and Danielle did it that way. We still had a great time like not knowing a single person there. Yeah. And I that's remember. what we made. We made a of and it was amazing. See, we just
0: made like an American red ale. Uh. and it was okay. <laughs> I think we may have like left it a little too long in the fridge. I can't remember exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. This is right when we first got married. And we tried it, and it was not great. <laughs> it was just kind of like, meh. Yeah. But I wish we would have been able to do something else. Because they were like, well, if everybody can kind of figure out what they want to do. Yeah, I think and that's no kind of luck of the draw and of we were, who you're
1: with if you're not with people you know.
0: We wanted to do like a stout or something, and everyone was like, nah. Like, no one was adventurous. Uh-huh. So they're like, all right, well, then since no one can agree on anything, we're doing an American Red Ale. And I was like, nah, okay. But I wish we would have done something a lot more fun.
1: Yeah, I think it's, I think there's, I don't know enough about it to know the reason why, but something about it, the mellow flavor seems to be like a multi or forward flavor seems to be easier to yeah to not know what you're doing and still make tasty, taste so. it dif- uh, decent. I
0: can agree with that. So yeah, for me, this is like about a seven, but it's not that I don't enjoy it. It's really good. Uh, I am normally a little more reserved mm-hmm. and a little more closer to the middle mm-hmm. when it comes to beers. Once I'm starting to come out color, like color wise, no, like, no, no, like, like, like my, this is my rating, because okay. nothing is a 10. There's like, right. like very few things that are 10s. So I've had probably about four of them that I can I've consider something.
1: I've had one that I can name and it yeah. was in uh, North Carolina. Uh-huh. They have to forgive me because I always confuse the two names of these breweries. There's okay. one that's in Jacksonville and there's one in North Carolina. One is Intuition and the other is Innovation. And is I'm,
0: Intuition in Jacksonville? I feel Maybe. like it it's is. either in Jacksonville or North I Carolina. Because so. I, I think we've talked about this with Anders before.
1: Okay. So, in innovation then. It's in... Uh, <laughs> I can't think. remember if it's in Cashiers. It's it's near Cashiers in North okay. Carolina. But they had a beer that I have never seen since, and I've never seen before. Okay. A peanut butter lager. Peanut butter lager? A lager. So, golden. a lighter golden color Okay, peanut butter beer. That was so, like, it wasn't an overpowering well, peanut butter like, taste.
0: You ever had Sticky Treats from Funky Buddha? Or is it Funky Buddha?
1: I don't think I've tried Not that. Funky Buddha. I That's don't drink Funky a ton Buddha. of Funky Buddha stuff because they tend to be, like, very, like, overpowering in their flavors. They are sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So I've just never. But Sticky
0: Treats is a peanut butter. Peanut butter and, oh, no, Sticky Treats is, I'm thinking, um, uh Uncrusted. And that's a peanut butter and jelly.
1: Oh, that sounds interesting.
0: But I think but it's a lighter colored like that.
1: Uh-huh. I definitely. So that that's also a uh funky Buddha might, beer. Yeah, I think that, that's a funky Buddha. I'm gonna Buddha, have to try to track that down. Lager. Yeah. That's like but that that peanut butter okay. lager was the first beer that kind of like jaw dropped. Like I bought two uh two growlers of it oh. like while I was there. Man. Like yeah. it was so good, I couldn't get over it. Because it was so unique, like you, you normally see a peanut butter beer, and it's matched with something dark and yep. thick, and it's like a dessert beer. You might yep. drink one of them, and then you're done because they're. I just
0: think that's the natural uh, thought process. Mm-hmm. Is like, okay, peanut butter. Well, it's going to be dark beer, just because it's going to be sweeter. But you need something heavier to kind of bring that sweetness down, so you don't think about it being a light beer. You just don't. Yeah. But, but I like those breweries that. Venture outside of the box. Yeah, I and love they're that. And they like, you know what? We're not going to go wild, but we're going to do something like, well, let's just adjust it a mm-hmm. little bit.
1: Tweak. Yeah. Tweak like a flavor into a different beer that you wouldn't normally have. Kind of like this Sour Manjaro, throwing a coffee flavor into a sour. Like, you either love it or you hate it. Yeah. But like, it's a, such a cool concept.
0: I think we're going to have to do that next. Well, thank you so much, man, for being on the podcast.
1: Thanks for having and, me.
0: And uh, before we end, though, I would like to take just a few minutes and talk about your podcast. Okay. So... Tell us about it, man. What's the uh, name of it? It is Con can find Con's
1: it? Cantina. It's uh, Connor, myself, and Russell. Um, we're all three friends that have a love for Star Wars. Yes. And we have a love for having a beer or a bourbon and just kind of hanging out, talking with your buddies about something that you're into.
0: That's what you do when you go to a bar. Yep. It, <laughs> you drink and you yeah, talk about exactly. Star Wars or whatever you guys but are into. Well, that's at least
1: us. A, con- a Cantina podcast. So it's yeah. it's uh, it's been a blast. We're, we're doing really good we're doing really good having a lot of fun we've just managed to have a couple live events um we did one over at hourglass for a Star Wars art show that's awesome and then this past Wednesday we recorded a uh, episode over at Wops Hops and had Greg the wop Picora on the show with us for the whole episode which was a blast that's so cool getting to hear him like he gave us a perspective of being there in 1977 that's seeing the cool. movie come out yeah. and like being there for the hype and now seeing everything come full circle, and he also gave us tons of beer info, which was awesome to hear. Like from the original first, very first craft brewery in Sanford.
0: Sometime, uh, next time we're like around here, or some of like that I'm gonna try to invite my dad out, mm-hmm. just so he can t- talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. So he went to go see it, but he had his experience in Mexico. Oh man, that'd probably and be seeing, awesome. Like the difference between cultures, yeah, and how everybody was like feeling about it for Mexico City yeah, versus the U.S. And it coming out, I think awesome it was like a month later or something like that. Oh, like, like it was super like, delayed? Yeah. I mean, now, even still, sometimes it's like a month or two weeks later you get it in Mexico before you get it in the States. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, you get it in the States and then you get it in Mexico about two, two weeks to a month later. So it was a delay, but there was no internet back then. So right. it's not like he was just hearing all about a bunch of spoilers. There's no social yeah.
1: media to ruin stuff. But
0: they knew... That had already come out. Like they were hearing on the news about this movie, but that's all they're hearing. Yeah. So like, how? it's probably it even better hyped. than
1: you got like this hype building. Yeah. Like, like I'm interested. I yeah. haven't
0: even really talked to him about
1: that, but I'm, cool, I think yeah. it'd be interesting. I'd love to talk to him about that. Yeah. But we're we're trying to do some. We do a lot of Star Wars stuff, um, but then we're also getting into just some pop culture stuff. Like we're going to do a Tremors episode coming up. Okay. Because that just dropped on Netflix, and it's one of those movies that we all loved as a kid.
0: I feel like. It's, No, it wasn't Tremors. It was...
1: uh, Tremors with Kevin Bacon. uh, No, no, no. I was thinking... Graboids.
0: uh, What was it called? Evolution or...
1: Oh, the one with the weird smiley face logo and it had the 7-Up guy in it.
0: We were at some hotel and it was on TV. (laughs) And that's why I was like, I was confusing in my head. But yeah, man, that's awesome. So we can find you guys anywhere, right? That's oh yeah, all we're on everywhere.
1: Anywhere. Everywhere podcasts are available. Oh, we're fun. on Apple, Stitcher, Perfect. Spotify, all that good stuff.
0: And you guys want rates and re- or ratings and reviews? Oh yeah, and, just give us uh, a, a listen. Stuff, if you right? like
1: it, give us a review. Perfect. If you like Star Wars, if you like hanging out with your friends, it's it's a it's a blast.
0: It's a good podcast. It's not as good as this one, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, debatable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's definitely way better than ours. And uh I love that you guys really went full force into it. Oh, yeah. We're going baking
1: <clears throat> it till we make it.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you really want it to, like, this is like a little side project that I just like having fun with. Mm-hmm. But if you guys, it or this is just for anybody. If you want to do this for real, mm-hmm. especially now with how many podcasts are out there and everything. Yeah. I mean, you really kind of got to throw yourself into it a little bit. You don't yeah. have to spend a ton of money, but you definitely got to make sure that you, you got to put some prep. product out there.
1: Yeah, you got to have some prep. You got you to got have a decent material, a schedule, like and you got to be consistent. Yes, that's consistency, consistency is man. key. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, every once in a while, like we take breaks and it's rough. It's hard to get back into it. It's hard to have uh, a following yeah. when you do that kind of stuff. People
1: drop off quick when you miss yes. a week and they stop following you.
0: Well, I know I get upset when I like there's a podcast that I'm that I'm following and then they take a break and I'm like what? What yeah. happened? What's yeah. going on?
1: I need content. You find something else to listen to that day mm-hmm. and then you just get pushed down the line. Yeah.
0: And then I go, Oh, I haven't listened to that podcast in like six months. Yep. So consistency. But no, you guys have been awesome. Uh, I've been loving the podcast, so thanks everybody check out. Us, and thanks for being on there. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> thanks for having me. I'm the thanks for having you the main lifeblood of ConCon's Cantina.
0: I like it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the other guys aren't here to <laughs> debate it, so no matter.
1: Uh, I'm gonna get so much crap right. about. It.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.